This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier, and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And today's talent for this podcast includes... Allie Levy, owner of Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. I'm Emma Nichols, one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. And I'm Carrie Moich, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. If you're a recurring listener, you know our episodes answer questions from listeners. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to reach any of these three amazing independent bookstores. We do our best to answer all questions we receive. And with that, we jump right into recommendations and book talk. For this episode, we received a question or a statement or a, a response. There, that's what we will call it. We received a response to our query, what should we talk about next, from Sarah on Instagram. And she wrote, Modern Native American Fiction. I don't know who wants to start. Yeah, Allie, you want to start? I love this question. There's so much good current Native American, American Indian, Indigenous voices, really interesting work coming out. I feel like I can't have this conversation without gushing over everything Louise Erdrich has ever written. She's one of my all-time favorite authors, as I have mentioned many times before. She has children's books that are amazing. She has really personal, intense stories about people living on a reservation that feel really intimate. And then she also has books that are just kind of this like sweeping, overarching view of many voices from the same community. And all of it is just brilliant. I haven't read a single Louise Erdrich book that I... And she has a lot. She has a lot. She's prolific. And she's still producing. She also owns a bookstore. I don't know how she owns a bookstore and writes all of these books. If you're a person who likes books about books or bookstores, read The Sentence by Louise Erdrich, which just came out next, or last, just came out next year, just came out last, just came out last year. Just standing recommendation. Every episode, know that I'm thinking about how fantastic Louise Erdrich is. Uh, (laughs) That said, it's a really, she is like a huge figure in Native American literature for a reason. So it's a pretty obvious pick. And so I'm guessing that you have already read some Louise Erdrich, dear listener. So I wanted to at least mention a a couple other things. So the first book I want to talk about is Night of the Living Res by Morgan Talty. Recently won the New England Book Award, um, which is an award given to books in multiple genres each year, voted on by booksellers in New England. So Night of the Living Res is stories, but if you're somebody who doesn't love short stories and likes a novel, don't fear. These stories are interconnected, so you too can enjoy this book. Morgan actually went to Dartmouth. He's super young. He graduated, I want to say, in like 2016. He's oh wow, super cool. I know Carrie and Emma probably got to listen to him at All About the Books. So, But I also had the chance to listen to him read in Sanborn on the Dartmouth campus and get to chat with him a little bit. And he is just brilliant. The way that he can make a moment and make it just like a hard-hitting moment is super impressive. There's one story in here that just gives you the image of a person 
who is gets their hair stuck in ice. It's a it's a short, short story, but that image is just so powerful and doing so much work. And Morgan talked about how the whole story came from this idea that somebody put in his head, this story of somebody on a reservation that actually happening to and around it, he created this story. So it's dealing with a lot of the themes that you will see in some other Native American fiction that is set on reservations, life on reservation, addiction, mental health issues, but it is just so beautifully written and so powerful and just amazing that it's work coming out of this like super young writer. I really loved it. I feel like I want to give like 17 more recommendations. So I'm just going to list like two more books. Um, but if you are looking for Native American fiction for a young reader, Beyond Louise Erdrich, one of my favorite young adult books of all time is The Smell of Other People's Houses. Do you love that book? <laughs> you I should love that see book. the look on Carrie's yeah. face. Bonnie Sue Hitchcock. It takes place in Alaska, partly involving an Inuit community. And it is kind of, I describe it as like Louise Erdrich for middle graders, uh, YA readers, um, because it's also interweaving short stories with like the most satisfying conclusion. And then, you know, I'll just, I'll leave it at those two. See what the others have to say. I actually have a tie-in. So Sam can be with us today for this recording session, but he and I were talking about this question and so i'm actually going to talk about the books that he would have recommended had he been here one of them is ceremony by leslie marmon silko which morgan talty at his during his acceptance of the new england book award he quoted from this book ceremony which i think is why it was at the top of sam's mind and actually while sam was talking to me about this i made notes of what he was saying so <laughs> he said that ceremony is not a western but one of the great novels of the American Northwest, and he called it a masterpiece. And the other one that he and I talked about was a book called This Town Sleeps by Dennis E. Staples, which came out March of 2021. And he thinks the other book we talked about was This Town Sleeps by Dennis E. Staples, which came out in March of 2020. So it did not get nearly the recognition that it should have. It is set on an Ojibwe reservation in northern Minnesota. Uh, it's the story of Marion Lafournier, a gay Ojibwe man, and his search for meaning in a town that he cannot seem to leave. Again, I haven't read it, so I'm quoting. So uh, Tommy Orange called it elegant and gritty, angry and funny. He said Staples' work is emotional without being sentimental, which I feel like is kind of a hard line to travel. Tommy Orange is the author of There There, which is also an incredible book people who are looking for modern indigenous North American work should read. Carrie. I actually have, I've got an author recommendation. She's got two books so far, but her name is Darcy Little Badger and she writes YA stories. I am probably going to butcher this. I meant to check an audiobook version just to make sure I knew how to pronounce things and I didn't today. So I apologize. Uh, but her first book was Ilatsoa. And her second book is a, a Snake Falls to Earth. And I love her books because they focus on like paranormal and folklore and stuff like that. So in Ilatsoa, the the young girl protagonist has the inherited ability to access the ghosts of dead animals. So like her grandmother or her great grandmother had a basically like a friend Mastodon that would walk around with her. Oh, wow. That she could, like... Who doesn't? Talk to and, and get to do, like, help her with things. You know, she she 
ends up using this ability to access the ghosts of dead animals in order to help investigate the murder of her cousin, which because they are Lupin of Apache descent in, in this particular town, like it just gets swept under the rug and no one cares about it. So she uses her her inherited ability to to figure out the mystery. As Snake Falls to Earth is also very good, very different. It has to do with like parallel universes and these animals from the one universe end up coming to to here and they have to find their way home. And it just yeah, they're they're really great. And then my last mention is just because this is one that's been on my TBR for a while and I really need to read it soon is the only good indians by stephen graham jones yes yeah so that one is more like supernatural horror i'm probably going to read it this october (laughs) if you want a fun uh october is it still october when you guys are hearing this if it is then you should also read mongrels by stephen graham jones Mm. werewolves yes nice Mm. Lots of good Halloween suggestions here. And I'm going to jump in with two kids' books because for whatever reason during the pandemic, I read a lot of children's literature because that was about all my brain could capture um, at the time. And two of the books that I read and loved were Res Dogs by Joseph Brubach. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you Bruchak. And it is a book for children, middle grade readers. If I remember correctly, it's told in like poetry, like it's, it's lots of white space. So it's an easy read and it tackles the pandemic and it tackles the pandemic in the way that this girl gets sent by her parents during the pandemic to live with her grandparents on a reservation and about how she's having to adjust to both being away from her family, being on the reservation with her grandparents, the pandemic itself, being scared but in a way that isn't scary. And I think for people that are looking for something that helps their kids process what happened over the past two years, this would be a really good book to, to just have them read and discuss. And it also, one of the themes is the importance of stories and storytelling because the grandparents are amazing storytellers. And that's one of the things that sort of helps this girl get through all the things that she's feeling and doesn't quite know how to express. And then the second one is called A Sea in Winter by Christine Day, which takes place in the Pacific Northwest. And it's about a little girl whose dream is to become a ballerina, if I remember correctly, a dancer of some sort. And she has an something happens that sort of um, derails her dream. And so it's about dealing with that and the importance of family and how you as a kid have all these feelings that you don't know quite what to do with. And your parents are trying to help but aren't necessarily equipped to help you and sort of how do you navigate that? And I would say that the Pacific Northwest is an important character in that book as well. So um, those are sort of two for younger readers who might want to be, who might be interested in indigenous literature or literature that deals with things that kids are dealing with on a pretty regular basis. So, and with that, we end this episode. So I'll start. I talked about Res Dogs and Sea in Winter. I talked about Night of the Living Res by Morgan Talty and, and Inge, yeah. everything that Louise Erdrich <laughs> has ever written. I talked about This Town Sleeps by Dennis E. Staples and Ceremony by Leslie Marmon Silko. Shout out to Tommy Orange. There, there. And I talked about Darcy Little Badger's two books, Elatsoa and A Snake Falls to Earth, and gave a shout out to Stephen Graham Jones because his books sound really fun. And with that, we end this episode. 
Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help readers find their next great book. Jam, Junction Arts Media. And these three fabulous Upper Valley bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, email us a question or a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or contact any of these three fabulous stores using your preferred social media method. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us. See you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org.